0: Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four year age, double pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry, and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick, respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. This is Alan Bishop, head alchemist at Spirits of French Lick. Be on the lookout for a brand new bottled and bond Solomon Scott rye whiskey, made from a mash composed of 65% rye, 35% corn, and 5% victory malt. This 5-year-old 100-proof rye whiskey is a throwback to early 1800s-style rye whiskeys of the Ohio Valley, named after the legendary Daisy Spring Mill distillery owner turned moonshiner Solomon Scott of Paoli, Indiana. Remember, drink responsibly and never drink and drive.
1: Alright, here we go. Oh my gosh, I was all set. Where did that go? Alright, I will just, uh, this is normal for me, folks, but I'm going to get there, and here we to the Scotchy Bourbon Boys podcast. I am tiny, ready to go tonight. We are on Facebook Live. I'm going to be monitoring that right now. Facebook Live. Oh, there we uh, go. Oh, <laughs> Let's bring it down. Uh, I, welcome, Andemic. I know that Jennifer Brandt's been watching. I also know that uh, uh, also Martin Nash has been also watching but tonight uh this podcast is dedicated to the subject that we are dealing with is the different kind of whiskey drinkers. This is gonna be a, a four-part subject because I've narrowed it down to 12 different ones. Uh I wanted to cover that but in the meantime we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. I'm I'm tiny. We have so many others that we normally podcast but tonight on a Friday night Facebook Live I just had uh a lot of stuff go down and uh everything worked out that I could throw in this podcast. So ww.scotchybourbonboys.com. Check us out for all things Scotchy Bourbon Boys. If you check out the website, uh there is uh <laughs> I don't have them right there off my hand off hand. I should have them, but we have, and I don't I just was not because I've been drinking out of uh uh let's see. I'm, I got empty, empty glasses all over the place, but I just filled them, washed them, stacked them up. Hopefully I don't trash the whole thing, but yeah, here we go. Uh, we've got our Scotchy Bourbon Boy Glenn Karens, our Scotchy Bourbon Boy t-shirts all for sale on the website. Check that out. Also, if you, we are on all major podcast formats, uh, check that out also. Uh, when you're checking that out, you will see that there is a Patreon connection. Please, everybody... Uh, oh, uh, Super Nash just gave a shout-out to my wife. And she is recovering fine because um, if, anybody, if if you follow the show, you know that my wife had uh, a pretty serious surgery. She had her thyroid removed uh, a week ago Thursday. Uh, but she's also a midwife. And tonight, the duty called and she headed off a uh, little bit of argument from me, but she's headed off, promised me she wouldn't do too much, but you know, I knew she was going to lie. And, uh, she welcomed, a uh, 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 baby into the world tonight, doing what she does. You know, that's what she can do. Hey, hey Bryce, welcome. Uh, just, uh, Thank you so much for your support, Bryce. You support us so well. You're right up there. You are a true Scotchy Bourbon Boy. But also, we're on all podcast formats. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. Check all that out. Uh, But when you're there, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, comment. And also, you know, that's just right there. Just make sure when you're leaving comments and you're subscribing, uh, just uh, support us so that uh, we can get more followers uh, as we go about uh, everything that we're about. This is a Friday night. It's live. Uh, the 12 uh, this, the twelve different subjects that we've got, uh, that I've got, that I've narrowed it down to is... Uh, The different type of whiskey drinkers. And that's what I wanted to get into really quick. And as I do this, people who are following and watching uh, know that I'm I'm following the comments on Jeffrey Mueller uh, uh, Facebook page. If you come over here, you can make your comments. You can jump in. Uh, I know that there's a lot of other people watching in a lot of other groups. But the 12 different kinds of whiskey drinker there's, there's the first there's the kick-ass party hard guy this is a guy that parties all night uh, likes to drink whiskey but what the whiskey is uh, might not matter too much is as, as long as it's a brand that's recognizable and when they're partying partying the more they can drink the better then there's the rock star this is the the guy that you know plays, uh, on the weekends in a band parties the, you know he's whatever he keeps a keeps a consistent brand a couple consistent brands as he goes about uh, touring around the country. Then there's the everyday same brand drinker, which believe it or not makes up probably the largest part of the market for whiskey. And then there's the everyday different whiskey drinker. Now that, that guy will take a, a, he's not, he's not in it for getting drunk or buzzed. He's not an alcoholic. He's basically in it to taste different whiskeys. And, uh, I would say over the last two years, uh, not just lately, but I've been that guy where every night before I go to bed, I'd have a different pour, just see the different type of things really kind of cool, uh, And then also, then there's the connoisseur. Now, the connoisseur is the guy who just loves different. They collect, but they also drink, and they have a nice whiskey collection, and they love to just, uh, when they're drinking, they're sitting back, they're enjoying the whiskey, uh, tasting it almost all the time. Then there is the weekend whiskey guy. Now, I was the weekend whiskey guy before I actually... Got into, you know, actually really got into whiskey like through the podcast and everything. And now uh, I'm a a taster and that's one of the categories, a professional. And then there is uh, the taster, which I was for a long time before I would even consider myself a professional as far as. You're kind of getting uh, a, when you're a taster. You're doing a podcast. You're not getting paid. You're talking. You're talking to a lot of people and everything. But when you when you start to get paid for doing what you're doing, not that uh, my opinion of whiskey is any better than anybody else's, but I drink a lot of it and people watch what I do. So that gets you into the you know the professional part of it. But the taster is what I was before, where I was consistently tasting different whiskeys to see the different, uh, you know, all the different wonderful things about whiskey. I mean, initially when I started this, you know, I I had the whiskey calendar and I was reading all about all the different, you know, flavors that could be in whiskey. And, you know, the world of whiskey is pretty, pretty, um, what would you say, expansive between Scotch, Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey, you know, bourbon. You know, there's so many different So when in rye whiskeys and, you know, there's so many different categories of whiskey. But overall, I didn't believe that some of the flavors that I taste in whiskey now as a taste taster or the pro taster that you that they even could exist in whiskey. Because before that, whiskey was that what I tried to do is skip my palate. Then there's the whiskey maker. Now, this is distillers, moonshiners. And these are people who basically for a living taste and make whiskey. And that is in the, the blenders, the people who buy whiskey in barrels and make their own blends and sell them. This is, you know, the, these are the makers and the people in the industry, the blenders, you know, that's the category. The pro category is you're getting paid for what you're doing as far as in the whiskey industry. I mean, you know, Fred Minnick is in the pro category. He's a pro taster. He goes around. He he might not, you know, profess to be, you know, he definitely is very humble. But at the same time, he would be the same thing. Michael Veach is a pro taster. You've got uh, Whiskey Fellow, uh, Jeff Schwartz, pro taster, you know, people who write about it, who do things, who, who you know, then you've got um, Bourbon Pursuit, uh, Kenny and uh, Ryan. So They definitely are pro-tasters. Then you've got the high-proofers. Now, high-proofers are people who think that they've been drinking whiskey and they drink high-proof, and they think because they can drink high-proof that all low-proof sucks and high-proof is the only way to go. That is definitely a category. Then there is the flavored whiskey guy, and that's the person who likes the flavored whiskeys, the peanut butters, the peaches, the pickles. They like to drink whiskey that's been... Flavor Added. Uh, you know, and then final but not last is the Mixed Drink Whiskey Drinker. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of these categories. But what we want to do is define these categories. You know, uh, we've got a couple people watching. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the couple categories tonight that I want to cover, it's a four-part series uh there's 12 categories so since i'm going to do this in four parts we're going to pick three categories now if you're watching right now and you want to um please uh pick the category of the 12 if you want me to cover one now's the time to let me know if you want it covered i think i've lost a good amount of people that you know whatever but it's nice that people are jumping in on a friday night uh afterwards i'm going to open up a window uh and uh on the scotchy bourbon boys uh and i'm going to open up a room for anybody who wants to join in that's fine now i want to cover a couple things uh the scotchy bourbon boys are sponsored by and usually on you when i'm doing these i got to make sure i cover it We are sponsored by Log Still Distillery in Gethsemane, Kentucky. Uh, Wally and Lynn Dant and Charlie Dant down there, they've just opened that distillery. I was down there uh, just recently, and uh, when I was down there for a a couple of events, we were down there for the uh, Bourbon Capital Barbecue Challenge Right there at Logstill, and they were getting ready. So, they are distilling their own distillate right now. They opened up that distillery and they're putting barrels in their rick house from that distillery. Uh, you know, so, but they're getting ready to release Rattle and Snap. I don't believe that's happened. They're getting ready to release their master distiller um, news. And then also, they've got this Monk's Road. Monks Road is definitely a delicious uh, uh, bourbon. I'm going to pour myself some right now, and cheers to Wally, Lynn, and Charlie Dant for doing such a special. Uh, you know, you if you are in Kentucky in the Bardstown area, you have to get to Gethsemane. Uh, it is uh, the their their venue for that they've set up, and what eventually. They've got their uh, wedding venue and their event center is opened. I was there for the opening, and then I was there for the barbecue, and that event happened right there at the event center. They've got the distillery open now. They got the tasting room open now. Uh, the gift shop is part of the tasting room, but that that's still evolving. But they got the amphitheater open now. They've got their bed, air, their air, their um, bed and breakfast open. So you're looking at, they're really coming down to, there's going to be a hotel, restaurants, and then they're going to have a train experience there. So you got to check that out. They are one of the sponsors of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys and cheers to the Log Still Distillery. And I look forward to Rattle and Snap. I've been waiting for that. I can't wait till it comes out. Then here we go. Cheers. Cheers, everybody on a Friday night. Uh it's I haven't seen any comments of people. Uh that's okay. Roxy's on her way home. She should be home by 10 15. I should be done podcasting by then. I don't know how much there's gonna be left of me with what I got in front and how little I had nothing to eat for supper. Because, you know, when my wife leaves somehow I'm lost. So there you go. Uh it's, uh this is my monk's road that I'm gonna it's the fifth district series. Oh, it's very caramely. It's been open for a little bit and kind of sitting, and I love to let bourbons open and breathe when they sit. So here we go. Mm. Wow, that's delicious. A lot of a lot of caramel on the front. And then it gets into the woody oaky, but not too much. Little bit of orange zest in there. Nice long finish. Anyways, so let's get back to the different types of whiskey drinkers. Okay, so tonight, uh, let's cover it for first. I mean, I could, I'm not, I'm leaving out the mixed drink and the flavored whiskey guy because that's almost like you got to have some. I have flavored whiskeys and I have mixed drinks. Okay, so the high proofer. All right, so let's talk about the high proofer. So, well, what is this? This one is 47, so 94, 95 proof. Okay, I think I got a high proofer right here. I do believe. Now, a high proofer, this is a five-year age or lower. So, yes, this is 121 proof. Okay, so the, the first part of our category is the high proofer. Now, the high proofer... When it comes to the whiskey drinkers, this is category. Obviously, we're calling it number one. Not that we're it's in any order. We're just going to call it now tonight. I have from Middle West Spirits. We went down with Ryan Lang, uh, owner of Middle West Spirits. They do things, uh, distill for Horse Soldier, and they are the distiller of Horse Soldier right now. Horse Soldier is building a. Kentucky Distillery, but in the meantime, they're out of Florida. But in the meantime, they've been distilling uh, at Middle West Spirits in Columbus, Ohio. Gonna try and get down there this week, meet with Ryan, and uh, what they are doing down there at Middle West Spirits is quite impressive. And there will be an upcoming update podcast directly on YouTube uh, real soon. So that's where we're at with that. Um, but Hopefully, when we go down with Ryan, he gives us that update because they're really close. They've reopened their restaurant, and uh, they have a campus that's going to be fucking amazing. But so, do we got it? Feel free, anybody who's watching. Uh, I know Martin, Super Nash. If you're watching, feel free to comment, ask any questions. But the high proofer category is a somebody who has been drinking whiskey for a while and found out that they love the high proof. So they've been drinking high proofs. And then when they go to the low proofs, somehow what most people entered, you know, most people enter at the Jim Beam 80 proof, uh, Jack Daniels 80 proof. At one point in my life, Jim Beam and Jack Daniels at 80 proof was considered high proof. Like you were drinking good high-end top shelf whiskey Jack Daniels Jim Beam. That is no longer the case. There's so many whiskeys out there. There's $18, $19 is considered uh, you know, a normal price. It's not $10 and there are $10. Those are the those are what we'll cover in the every everyday same brand drinker category. We'll cover that. Um, but as far as the high proof the high proofer guy is the guy who I've got this 121% 121 proof wheat whiskey finished in Oloroso casks and it's double barreled, 5 years old. This is delicious. Now, I love high proofs, but I would not consider myself um hey Aaron, uh thanks for watching. I would not consider myself a, a high proofer. You know, I'm just not, uh, because to be a high proofer, uh, you actually have to wail on people who don't like uh, that, that, that. You have to be able to criticize and tell people that, you know, Basil Hayden's, you know, not good because it's just 80 proof and it's nothing in your mouth. It's just kind of like the high proofer. uh, I I really appreciate you coming in, Aaron. Uh, The high proofer just basically doesn't like anything but high proofs. High proofs are the only way to go, and everything else is shit. Now, that's the high proofer category. Now, I'm about to drink some high proof. 121 proof, wheat whiskey, or Laroso cask. Now i found in my journey that proof has nothing to do with it. It does have something to do with body, because there's a lot... When you get into these higher proofs, there's a lot of taste. There's a lot... So, a high proofer that just wails on other people... Okay, Martin, cheers. Um, I'm glad that you're still watching. But a high, a high proofer wails on other people that... Uh, what would you say? That... uh. Drink less, lesser, uh, you know, less proof whiskey. Now, I have to admit, when you develop your palate and you start getting into the high proofs, that the lesser whiskey, the lesser proof whiskeys do tend to be a little watery as you've evolved your palate. But you understand also that that is a necessity to have normal proof whiskey along with the high proof whiskey because. Uh, it doesn't make the lower proof less or more it just it's just what it is now the high proofers just kind of you know they they're gonna rip on the lower proofs but uh what I find is that I like the high proofs, but I also like you know I enjoy a lower proof if you get me into Irish whiskey, which most Irish whiskey is eighty proof, I can get more fucked up on Irish whiskey. If I drink, I can drink 421 proof bourbons or wheat whiskeys like this, and I'm fine. But if I drink four shot, four four glasses, half pours, like this is, you know, maybe one ounce pours of Irish whiskey, I'm under the table. So it's not always about proof. Welcome, Mark Johnson. Uh, But at the same time, this wheat, this this high proof, one hundred twenty one proof wheat whiskey from Ryan Lang at Middle West is one of the most superb whiskeys that I've that I've had. So that is really a cool thing. Let me s- smell that. It's Delicious. Oh my god, is that good? Completely delicious. Wow. I'm really loving that uh, so uh, so once again so we've covered the high proof category as the number one category uh, I have to I understand what high proofers go through as far as but I don't understand that that they had what the they just ignore the journey they, they had to get there. They weren't always high proofers. They just didn't, weren't born drinking 121 proof. And then all of a sudden, you know, that, that's that. So, uh, I respect the journey. You got to respect that journey. And as you go about your, uh, you know, your journey, you can't, dispel other people's journey because they like lower proofs so there's the there's the number one category that we went we'll cross that one out Uh, we got two more to go tonight uh stay with us we'll be right back
0: hey bar and girl fans it's jim with madhouse bar talk where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the Things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember Madhouse Bar talks, baby.
1: Anybody watching? If Mark Johnson, Josh Newman, feel free. Uh, you know, Aaron, comment on what you think about the high-proofer category. We'll cross that one out. And we've already said that we wouldn't do the mixed drinks or the flavor because that's a whole different thing. Uh, let's cover, uh let's see, what do I got? I got the weekend, uh, the connoisseur. We could go with the connoisseur or... You know one of the things that I think we could go with is actually so Super Nash has commented it he says he likes good whiskey or bourbon, no matter what the proof is uh you know as long as the flavor as long as the alcohol doesn't overwhelm the flavors now yes, I agree the the higher proof that's one of the things that can be considered a negative on the on the higher proofs and usually the alcohol doesn't overwhelm the flavors on the lower proofs all right so let's cover the let's cover the rock star now we actually have uh kenny fuller okay buying tests with a buddy and started picking high proof from the start. But bourbon is all about individual taste and preference. Just enjoy with friends and share. There's no doubt about it. But what what we're talking about these categories is, yes, I agree, uh, Aaron, that, that that is what you want to do. You want to. I, I love to share. People come over. I have so much. You, you can see right behind me. Uh, you. Over to the side, I have bourbon. Over to this side, I have bourbon. I have bourbon over here. I have so much bourbon. And then then as uh, we'll cover the pro category as last. Uh, but we'll do the, let's do the rock star kind of thing. Uh, but in the pro, we'll do those those two other categories. But as you share, I just always share because I, I can't drink all this. I mean, I have to stay up to date and current on the actual bottles. For instance, right now, I have a bottle. I've done two. I, first, I did a Booker's uh, Ronnie's Batch, which I enjoyed this year. Then we've done, oh, hey, Stephen, good to have you here. Uh, welcome. But uh, we did uh, Ronnie's Batch Booker's earlier. Then we did a Booker's Blind. And now I have the Lumberyard Edition, I can't be drinking. I have to be tasting and and whatnot. I can't be drinking as, you know, when you're a professional. We'll cover that right now. That, that you get them, you taste them, you let people know. And since Stephen Fonte is watching, I will quickly, I'm going to pull. Oh, we've got a bottle that I will open in honor of Stephen. Um, this is directly... From the distillery. Um, this one is 115 proof and it is, all right, let's get underneath the. I should, this is Sir Corky and I'm gonna pop that in honor. Let me put down my Middle West and let's open this Yellowstone to start off. Now, when I open up a bottle, There's not a lot of people who agree with this, but I've tasted enough fresh cracks to know that the neck pour is something real. And this has been sitting on my shelf for a while down here in my basement, low light levels, but there's that first little bit of air that's been trapped in there and all the negative um, alcohols have, so you let that out we'll give it a little thing we've replaced it with new air i pop that cork back flip that baby over and flip it back open it we've mixed it up and here we go let's this is sir corky steven Fonte. thank you for joining us tonight uh if you can comment away uh what you think of this i know you've tasted this before and thank you for sharing our uh, uh, the recent uh, F- Facebook reel on uh, that that you know you shared that for us, and we definitely appreciate you doing that because you have a huge following, and we got probably a couple thousand extra views of my wife, Roxy, uh, thieving a couple years ago. From a barrel at Yellowstone. And uh, it's quite quite fun doing that. But thank you for watching, Stephen, and checking us out. All right. So this was the Yellowstone. Um, Let's just go into that pro category taster. So as a professional taster, uh, I'm, I'm not getting paid a lot. But I've done corporate tastings. I've done internet tastings and been paid for those. And then I've also been doing a lot of uh, Facebook reels lately of what we've been doing and going about getting paid for that. Uh, we have sponsors, uh, any any distilleries who want to sponsor the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, but our main sponsors right now are Log Still Distillery and... The Spirit of French Lick and Alan Bishop, which I bottle-killed a Maddie Gladden tonight. But the only reason why I bottle-killed that Maddie Gladden was because 100% I have another bottle. And I'm going to be getting down by you, Alan, real quick. But between the Spirit of French Lick and Logstill Distillery, I thank you for your support. Hopefully, um, I can get support from a couple. I've got a couple of other spaces open. And when we head down to Kentucky Bourbon Festival, and that's one thing I want to say, is Kentucky Bourbon Festival is September 14th through 18th. But actually, the 16th through the 18th. 18th is Sunday. The actual festival opens on Thursday, the 15th. But there are events off-site on the 14th. But the 15th, Bourbon in the Air kind of kicks it off. And then the 16th, 17th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Scotchy Bourbon Boys will be down there. Uh, Randy Prossy has been doing such a great job promoting this. The tickets are still on sale, if you got a chance. Where do you find these? The market is Tough for hunting. Okay, Aaron, what 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 one are you asking me specifically? Where I find where I found it because I will definitely tell you where I found all of this. Uh this one, oh, my God, I've got a chocolate mallow cup right off the bat. It's like chocolate and coffee. God, that's delicious. I should have opened that. Uh, If Stephen, if you're still the Yellowstone, I got those are directly from the distillery. So every single time that I'm down there, uh, Stephen Beam is fantastic. We've podcasted with Stephen directly from the distillery. I've had uh, I've had Stephen Fonte on the podcast. Uh, We did a podcast one night, uh, specific. uh, That was a spectacular podcast. If you haven't uh, listened to it, go back on. uh, It's on YouTube and it's also on uh, all podcast formats. So check that out with Stephen. But we picked that up at the distillery. Um, All the all the distillery picks. uh, Most of the distillery picks are named after the dogs that are on site over the over the years. So it's really kind of cool to pick those up. Different type, uh, you know, just going down. If you have not been to Yellowstone, you have to stop off at Yellowstone. There's no doubt. Uh, It's a fantastic, wonderful distillery that is, when you go there, you feel like you're part of a family. So, uh, that's, that's where that's at. Oh, that is, that's delicious. Nothing like getting uh, a Friday night and just sitting back tasting whiskey, but let's get back to that pro whiskey taster. So it's somebody who does it gets on. so as a what what you have to do is so it's pretty easy for me to be a pro whiskey taster. One, there's I love bourbon. even my least favorite bourbon so far. I like and I know what that bourbon is and I'm not going to say what it was. Okay, I'll say what it was. Watershed bourbon before Aaron Harris and Andemic came on board was my was my least favorite bourbon. But I still liked it. It's not like I could sit there and go, I don't like this whiskey. I liked it. But I also knew there was an aspect of it that. If I had 4,000 other bourbons in front of me, I would choose those instead. Then Ann Harris and Aaron Harris and Ann Dimmick show up at Watershed, invite me down, and then also sponsor the podcast when we went down. We meet Greg Lehman and everybody down there, and they start making this fantastic bourbon. Now, I'm sad to say Ann Dimmick has left. And gone to OHLQ, but I'm happy about that because uh, one of the things that's happening uh, next Thursday is I'm going to be on the Ohio OHLQ uh, barrel pick staff. So I'm going down to Dublin, Ohio at 1 o'clock next Thursday and picking a Penelope barrel or a few Penelope barrels with the state of Ohio. Then, when we're finished with the, that pick, we're coming back up, and we are going to uh, go to the barrel room in North Canton, Ohio, look that up, and Penelope owner, Michael, <laughs> oh, my God, Paladini! So, that's what I'm going to say. P-A-L-D-I-N-A. Yes, D-I-N-I. So, yes we are. Sorry for that little power outage, but I it says we're recording. It's going. Let's see. Yes, it's going. Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 658. Okay. So, we we didn't didn't lose anything. So, thank you for hanging in there from still live for me yes 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 thank you um i know aaron that was just actually my laptop which i was recording the actual podcast that goes out on all the podcast formats but uh when that went but it's it's now running and i was able to do that without skipping a beat there might be... Uh, who knows? There might be something. But, you know, that's what we do here on the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Sometimes there's some seriously... Oh, Roger Bailey, Old Forester 100 proof. Excellent. Uh, I actually i am going to be doing a podcast with that Old Forrester. Uh, it was a single barrel, barrel proof um, from the state of Ohio. So we were just getting into uh, going down with uh, going down to, uh, with the people from Penelope, doing the barrel pick, and then coming up with, uh, we're going to be coming up, back up to North Canton. And so if you're in the the North Canton area, or you want to come up from anywhere else uh, in the Ohio area, we are going to be doing... A tasting at the Barrel Room, 7 p.m., August 11th, with the owner, Michael Palladini. Uh, He basically is the CEO founder of Penelope. He will be there. The first 30 people that are there get glassware and the tasting, uh, we're going to be doing a tasting of Penelope bourbon to introduce it into the state of Ohio super excited about that. So check that out. So as a protester, okay, usual sketchy <laughs> Yeah. Super Nash, you know what I'm saying to you right now. It's like, yes, there's no doubt. Uh, it's back up and running on the, on the podcast, but I, my, normally I plug this in with power, but that was upstairs because of the the Roxy uh, trying to keep everything, you know, going. Now, I did say to Roger, <laughs> no, I did, I do not believe there will be bottles to purchase there. But you're going to get to taste it. And in the area, we've been getting a good amount of Penelope. I just did a podcast on Penelope and was able to uh, uh, barrel bash it and... Uh, yeah, we all we know that Super Nash, uh that old Forester is one of your favorite brands of of you know f- your favorite brands. Now, as far as a protest taster in that category, because we got one more to cover right after this, and we're getting close to how how long I want to go. But but does that even matter? I don't even know. Oh, I've got the Yellowstone uh in my in my uh glass. Let's see how that is. I would say that this is a uh, super hazelnutty, like a chocolate hazelnut. It is very interesting. I like this type of bourbon that's in that Yellowstone. So cheers to Stephen Fonte and cheers to being able to make it to the end of this podcast without slurring my words. Here we go. So the Pro Taster, which initially I would say I've evolved. Initially when we started this podcast, I became became a taster. Now I'm getting paid for events and that type of thing. We're going different places, have sponsorships. So that, you know, I still have my day job. It's not like I'm sitting here making a ton of money. But I respect the aspect of being a pro-taster because, you know, there's a certain uh, people follow you. They follow you for your opinion, even though we all know, and we say it all the time, lobster, for most people, is delicious, but some people hate it. Chicken. Most people like, but some people hate it. So taste, when, when you come to taste of whiskeys, you have to actually understand taste of food also. Because when you're tasting, although you're drinking in one and you get a certain desired uh, elixir kind of uh, effect, it still comes down to your taste buds. And when you start to develop all the different places of your palate and you start to understand sweetness happens on the front, there's a certain amount of flavor that happens on your mid palate. Spice usually happens on your back palate. Excuse me. Body is the full mouth experience. You know, when you start to get, all right, Good to see you, Aaron. Thank, thanks for watching. And a great, I hope to see you at the barrel room. That's awesome. Uh, so, but when you get into all the different aspects and you start to understand how to taste and whatever. And, and I had to become a taster. I couldn't, I used to be a weekend whiskey guy. Where on the weekends I drank different whiskeys. I drank it on the rocks. I drank it and just enjoyed whiskey on the weekends. Worked hard. Really didn't drink during the week. And then when I became a taster for the podcast, I was tasting two, three times a week. Uh, and then also uh, not then when when uh, which call it hit COVID hit. I started drinking at least a pour a night. I would drink uh, two, three times a week like I was on the podcast, and then I would have a pour right before bed. Now, in order to keep my girlish figure lately, I haven't been, uh, now that we're pre or post pandemic, uh, I don't feel that I need to drink every night. Uh, I probably leading up to this, I didn't, I podcasted on Wednesday night, but I didn't have anything on Thursday, we're here on Friday. Uh, but this week, I probably uh, Monday and Wednesday had nothing. Uh, my wife had surgery this week, so I didn't have anything on Saturday, or I think I had something on Saturday, but nothing on Sunday. So, three of the week, you know, I've kind of gone cut back a little bit, uh, to. So the professional aspect is, I'm being pro on the fact that I'm trying to uh, keep my weight down, but at the same time, still keep you know tasting and uh, going through this, and then also you know getting uh, you know giving an opinion that compensates me. So I am always completely and utterly honest. Uh, If I don't like something, it could be, I guarantee you, if Alan Bishop puts something out that I don't like, and I say that I don't like it, he would 100% understand because he makes stuff that he doesn't like. So I want to be honest on my opinion at all times. So that is the pro category. So, we've covered the high proof and the pro category. And so, we got one more to go. So, let's... Uh, so, the the 12 categories, we've covered the high proofer and the pro. We're not going to do the mixed drink uh, guy or the flavored whiskey guy because those I, I have to pull out special whiskeys for for that. But we're looking at... Um, The maker, the taster, the weekend whiskey guy, the connoisseur, the everyday different. All right, let's go with what I was. Let's go with number four, which was the everyday different whiskey drinker. That's what I was before I was poor. I would. So there's so many whiskeys. You're doing a podcast and, and not actually making any money. Uh, and you're you're trying to what would you say? Uh, you're trying to uh, taste as many different whiskeys and understand and develop your palate. So what I was doing, I mean, is especially during COVID, I was I I I had bought into whiskey was medicine. Oh. All right, Super Nash. Uh, I'm almost finished, but okay. Cheers, brother. I love you, man. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we're but but when you're talking about that every day different whiskey, I was pretty much if I wasn't podcasting, if I wasn't uh, whatever, I would uh, definitely have a pour before bed every night. I was looking at it as medicine, but I was also looking at it like training my palate to be better at what, you know, what I wanted to, I I want to be able to podcast and have an opinion of the bourbon, of the rye, and I wanted to develop my palate so I could taste pretty much everything that was going on. So... Oh, Jonesy is in the house. Hey, Jonesy, make sure you comment tonight. Uh, Glad to have you here. Miss you, my friend. Uh, But as far as the everyday whiskey drinker, every night I would do a little bit of a different kind of thing. So I'm going to pull up this Island Rooster because Greg Schneider, who tonight, whatever, wasn't with us. But at the same time... Uh, this is Chicken Cock Island Rooster Rye. It is the summer of the rooster we're looking at right here, and the summer of the rooster means that this is something. This is a a, a fairly expensive bottle, one ninety nine ninety nine. I was able to pick this up at the Capital Bourbon. Uh, Barbecue Challenge uh, that happened in this past June. I'm going to have some of this. uh, Because I I initially wasn't a fan of rye, but I am now. Oh, that Yellowstone I threw in there has definitely a unique flavor. But we're going to put this Rum Barrel Rye. Cheers to Greg Schneider, a really good friend of the podcast. Uh, Once again... Everybody, I've got this right here. I'm going to do this. The Scotchy Bourbon Boys are going to be at Kentucky Bourbon Festival. So let's just put that out there. It's basically, there you go, right there. Uh, Join us there. We will be there every day and night of that festival. Uh, We can't wait for it to happen. Uh, Randy Prossy is the Kentucky Bourbon Festival president. What he's putting on this year is gonna be amazing. We just got our tickets to bourbon in the air. We've got whiskey and his wife. We've got Mrs. and Mrs. Xavier. We got Super Nash. We got uh Daniela, and we've got myself and Roxy. Roxy will be making her first public uh, appearance with the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Uh, oh wow. I almost lost. What? Where did El Presidente? What was that comment coming from? Holy crap. We're going... Oh, we're going down? Okay. All right. What? I do not drink. Okay, so we're all the way down here in... Oh, Jennifer Brandt, um, I was able to put out some old Americana. I drank a little bit of that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Definitely uh, great. Uh, Missed. I don't know why I'm missing uh, El Presidente. Uh, Oh, because I said Randy Prassi. Super Nash, you're still watching. Thank you for, for continuing to watch. And, uh, Jennifer, thanks for checking back in. But, uh, this particular, uh, expression of, uh, chicken cock whiskey, the Island Rooster that we were able to pick up at, the Bardstown Capital Bourbon, uh, Challenge, the Bourbon Barbecue Challenge, uh, this, this is a delicious rye. Uh, also, uh. I would have to say that Luca Mariano also has a delicious single barrel rye that I enjoyed thoroughly. So there's a lot of rye lately. If it's got that chocolate mint taste, I love it. But if it's got the the dill taste, I'm not a fan. But we are on that third category and I believe we had done pro high proof and we were going for the last category was the weekend whiskey guy so that category of weekend I was that weekend whiskey guy the weekend whiskey guy loves to drink you know the they drink on the weekend and they pick up whiskeys that they See in the liquor store, maybe talk to the liquor store manager, what's good, what's not. And they're going to put it on the rocks or they're going to drink, you know, hit the bottle there. Every single weekend whiskey guy on the planet wants Blantons. Now, the weekend whiskey guy would be somebody who likes whiskey and just isn't. He's looking at the internet. He just—he's not like a connoisseur or a taster or whatever. But he enjoys whiskey. But on the on the, on those weekends, he's going to be starting a fire, sitting by the pool, having some whiskey, and enjoying what he's purchased um, based off of certain things. But there's still a lot of stuff out there, a lot of whiskey that he has no idea about. That he could be purchasing for that. So he's going by the weekend whiskey drinker is the guy who goes by what other people or how much the whiskey costs. and uh, But their friends might suggest something or whatever. But he's not into it enough to start to make his own opinions. So that's the weekend whiskey guy. So, uh, if you have any comments on that, let me know. Uh, There's definitely, uh, I would have to say at one point in my whiskey drinking uh, evolution and journey, I was one of those weekend whiskey guys. I mean, Basil Hayden and E.H. Taylor were a staple in my weekend whiskey drinking. It wasn't. Until I was, my mind was expanded on all the different things that did I understand that it was that there was so much more beyond the weekend whiskey drinking that was available. So here we go. This, this particular rye, this, this, this is, this, this is summer. Uh, we are looking, we started uh, training camp. We had the first uh, preseason game, the Raiders and the Jaguars. I was a little bit disappointed on the fact that Devontae Adams is no longer a Packer. But I just have to deal like I always have to deal. And uh cheers to Greg Schneider, a good friend of this program. Uh, once again, I want to cover uh this one more time, the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. The Kentucky Bourbon Festival is happening uh, the 16th through the 18th. The seventh, the 15th is the night of Bourbon in the Air. Actually, here it says the 14th. There is some events happening off site on the 14th, but you got to get down there for that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Scotchy Bourbon Boys are going to be represented all four days there stop by our booth our podcasting booth say hi pick up you, there's gonna be t-shirts there's gonna be uh Glenn Karen's uh, and then there's gonna be everything you gotta get down there it's gonna be a huge party we've got so many people that know us and love us and that are coming down uh you gotta get down to to Kentucky bourbon Festival this year Tickets are still available for three-day passes. You are talking about all three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, ultimate, everywhere you go, you get the tasting of 50 different distilleries. You got to get down there. If you love whiskey, you got to go to Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Stop by, say hi to us. We'll even be putting some guests directly online. We can't wait to get down there. Roxy is recovering. She's uh, on her way home at the moment, and I can't wait till she gets home. But we're at the point tonight, everybody. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, We are the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com. Let's see. There is somewhere. All right. We're still Facebook Live, but i got to switch over to this. Uh, <laughs> let's go and find that. All right. But uh, all right. I'm ready to go. So Uh Check us out. Everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys there. If you want one of these Glen Karens, you can purchase it. Or you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, I'll work it out. So you can send me a Venmo payment of, I believe $18. Uh, and that'll cover shipping and I'll send one right to you. So you hit me up on any social media and then also face. You can also hit me up on, uh, uh, anywhere else or just order from the Scotchy bourbon boys. So, uh, Check that out. We are on all social media platforms for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Check us out there, the Scotchy Broomy Boys. And I believe I said Instagram. And then also make sure you check us out on all of the podcast formats. We're on all of them. Please listen, like, subscribe, uh, comment. All of that means something to us and we will directly appreciate it. So remember everybody, good bourbon, good whiskey equals good times and good friends and go out there and live your life dangerously.
2: oh yeah,
1: yeah. right, sorry folks for that but we're gonna finish up with little Stevo.
2: I tell you, we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, we must die.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece of a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.